This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. Marcus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod, the show where each week we have a guest on, and they play some of the music that they loved back in high school, and we listen to it, and we talk about it, and we try to get down to what was good about it, and is it still good? Is it not good anymore? Do we hate it? What were we thinking? All these questions will be answered! On this week's... And then we play the theme song? No. Okay. We can't change. At this point, we're too far in. <laughs> and then we perform the theme song live? Yes. Call Marcus. Take it away, man. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the roots. <laughs> Papa Roach, right? Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Papa Roach. They combine. Make uh, Papa Roots. Papa Roots. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay to go see That's that. That's like the new Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all just... Potatoes and yeah. yams. <laughs> <laughs> He's healthy now. Um, 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 uh. It's my high school. iPods and the rain. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm out. I'm out of ideas. I'm in, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Jay Howell. Out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> From now until forever. I almost made it to 30. Just keep doing that one over <laughs> and over again now. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my co-host, my producer, the Rizzoli to my isles, Muhammad Joma. The Rizzoli to your island. No. Oh, is that not what isles is short for? Oh, maybe. I've never seen the show. Me neither. I assume it's about uh, two women who have a podcast together. Yes. <laughs> that's why I always refer to you as the Rizzoli to my aisles. Uh, How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Doing great. I've had a weird day. Bad day. I lost my wedding ring for the second time ever. What happened? Tell us. Um, I take my wedding ring off and chew on it sometimes. <laughs> you and, swallowed uh, it? Yeah, no, but... I do it often in traffic, and I was sitting in traffic, and I was doing it, and I dropped it out of my mouth, which actually happens a lot. What is your ring made out of? Um, tungsten. Okay. I mean, chewing on it. It's not like I'm like, <laughs> more just gnawing on it and kind of playing with it in my teeth. This is all very gross. Super but, gross. Uh, it's something I, I do because I'm a fidgety person, and um, yeah, I, I dropped it, which I've done many times in the car, but this time it fell... Uh, into the depths unknown of the inside of my car. So it's in your car. It is. I heard it rattling around for a bit, and now I don't <laughs> it's in hear the it rattling now. at all. It's not my original wedding ring because I've I've lost that one too. Um, but both wedding ring, I buy cheap wedding rings because I know I'll lose them. So yeah. I went ahead and ordered another one already on Amazon. Good. I did spend like forty five minutes trying to find it, and then I couldn't. I was just like, "Fuck it, what am I doing? Yeah. Just buy a new one." I hope you find it, and then you'll have two wedding rings. Yeah, and I can wear them both. Yeah. Be like, this one's for Sam, and this one's for Jay. <laughs> Podcast wife. <laughs> you know how people say they have, like, a work wife? Yes. Do you consider me your work wife? Of course. Yay! <laughs> You're the Rizzoli to my aisles. Yay! Uh, um, well, cool. Well, we should watch one episode of that show. We should do it on the... on. On here? Yeah. People just already don't like this podcast. I can't imagine. Maybe they'll all tune in for that. 
Um, let's introduce our guest. Totes. Okay, our guest is a friend of ours from high school. Uh, super cool dude. I'm very excited to have him on. Um, I'm not entirely sure what he was listening to back in high school, so this will be a fun uh, adventure. Uh, and he is... Carlos Prieto. Hey, Carlos. Hey, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Are you having fun so far? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, guess that, what? What's up? I heard some news today. Oh, Did that? you lose your wedding ring, too? <laughs> no, Miley Cyrus. Whoa, up. hold on. Really? We got Miley news? <laughs> Caitlin Carter. Yeah. Miley news. She broke up with her. Were they officially together? Yeah, I didn't even know yeah, that. Absolutely. Oh, so check shit. up on your news, dude. Fuck. I know she went on a um, Instagram posting spree, uh, which does usually Don't mean some sort of now, Miley news. You're too late on the news. I'm yeah, taking over that I am segment. Disapp- I'm impressed with Carlos and disappointed in you. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I did hear that their romance was over, but I have to... You get so mad at me anytime I do Miley news that I have to really decide if if something's segment worthy. You know what I've decided? Well, how much could there be really? Although I mean, I know, but that's true. For like, a while, there was like a lot of Miley right. news coming Not really. out. No, for a while it was like. <laughs> well, oh yeah, like I think the second epi- the second episode or uh, second time I did Miley you news. Check it was up on not Billy Ray. Miley see what Billy Ray's doing. About, Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy, Billy Ray. What's he, what's he got going on? So Carlos. Yes. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we, I, you and Muhammad met in high school, right? Yes. yes. When did you? No, we met in middle school. No. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we met in middle school. Okay. We started hanging out in high school. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Freshman year, probably. It was a, your birthday party, actually. Yeah, yeah. which was September, September 8th, of was freshman like, year, which right? means it was, it was like, like the first, second week yeah, of high school. We like basically like became friends as soon as high school mm-hmm. started for both of us. When did you uh, come here? Uh, when I was 10 years old 10? to the States, uh, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. From Columbia. Where, cool. you, did you start in Georgia? You didn't, right? New did York first? Uh, New York. Yeah. For okay. six months and then moved to Georgia, to Kennesaw. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what, uh, just for, for the people, uh, listening, uh, just a little background about you kind of, uh, what kind of kid were you in high school? What were you? What kind of stuff were you into? Holy God. Um, <laughs> you guys showing me pictures of Miley Cyrus. I know. <laughs> she went on a posting spree recently. So, uh, yeah, what kind of kid was I in high school? In high school, um, man, we'd get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Like, I mean, just with, not cops or anything, just with teachers. Sometimes cops. Sometimes. <laughs> you guys were rascals. We were yeah, rascals. Yeah, and you like were definitely... Skip a lot of school. Uh, yeah, you skipped... I held the record you for skipped, ISS. Yes, you skipped <laughs> school a lot, uh, actually. Somebody told me that. Uh, One of the teachers told me yeah, yeah. the record for most ISS. Oh, well, we also had a one semester. brand new high school when we were going there. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah, you were able to get we, away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, like you sure. skipped school... Constantly, actually, for a while. Well, you you were there sometimes, half, not half of the time, not as much as some of not our as, previous not guests. As much Charles as, was, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he quit going to school yeah, by like out, sophomore year. Yeah, very. Yeah. I used to give Muhammad a ride to school, and him and his sister, and probably like twice a week, I would pull up and wait in their driveway for too long, honestly, and then uh, Nadine, Muhammad's sister, would come. And get in the car and go, Muhammad's not coming. And I'd just be like, what the fuck? He could have, 
He could have let me know. You. Yeah. It's a game time decision. <laughs> you remember uh, Nadine had a doorbell outside oh, of her yeah. room. We used on to her play ding dong bitch. Bedroom we door. actually used to talk about lighting a, a paper bag on fire. Dog shit. With dog shit inside of it, like in Billy Madison. In my house. <laughs> she had a... Did all the doors have a... No, no, door? just like she had like a little like probably bought it at Toys R Us or very, something. It was a very you know? polite house. Like the speaker was on the actual plastic doorbell and it just okay. like rang outside of her room. But it was it was really fun to ding dong ditch her and then she'd be like, what are you doing? And be like, I wasn't us. I don't know. What? Somebody rang your doorbell and ran yeah. away? Weird. She just like, like running down well, the hallway worked, and giggling. It worked once. We kept doing it for years. <laughs> She's like... Enough. Uh, um, but yeah, we hung out a lot. You were, you, I would say, you were a bit of a, a class clown, if I if I could yeah. dare to say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah, a lot of uh, what I liked to do in school was, you know, just joke around, and yeah, laugh, yeah, for sure. Like the rest of our friends, we were sure. all friends because of that. We all shared that disruptive. Yeah. Do you ever feel bad? No, about some not, not even a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it is starting to kind of dawn on me, like, thinking of my kids growing up to do the stuff that I was doing. Yeah. It's a little bit... Yeah. It's inevitable. It's I've inevitable. Told, and it's, yeah. I've told my wife I'm some stories. I'm starting to see some of the traits. <laughs> I've told my wife some stories, and then she would be, she would act shocked and yeah. be like, that was horrible. What, why, were, why were you doing that? Kids are trying to learn in school. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. I guess I was, like, <laughs> completely disrupting other kids learning experience i'd like to say that it was like you know to see people like well yeah i think it was good natured i think uh, so too somewhat but you know it's always some of it was malicious too like we would even with each other i would pick on you yeah and you knew that it was happening right like i'd make fun of you in a certain way and you would do the same thing to me and we would be like okay this is gonna happen to me and i'm gonna feel like shit for like (laughs) right you know five minutes but let this guy have his uh Yeah, I, I would say like roasting on each other in front of crowds was yeah, a, was a great was, pleasure. That was, it, <laughs> we it was, both held. Oh, it was such a high. It still is, honestly. I mean, uh, do you remember I used to like try to start rumors about you? <laughs> you were on school. I don't. Like <laughs> everybody, you saying that is but starting it, to come it, back. It would just be like me literally telling my other friends of ours to be like, "All right, everybody, just tell a few people this thing, and then people will start believing it about Carl." Yeah, so. one of them. You started a rumor that I wasn't actually from Colombia. You yeah, said I was you from had, Finland. Yeah, that you lied about. <laughs> the fucking dumbest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it, was, it was nothing David crazy Marsh malicious. It was just a weird lie. He was like, what, what's, what's going on? He takes it really seriously. Right. Like David Marsh takes stuff. <laughs> Former like, guest. Are you from Finland? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Have you ever seen yeah, anyone David. from Finland? <laughs> no. <laughs> they look just like me, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like what I knew about the two of you was, yeah, like the rascals. Right. But very much I think like, everybody knew that. Right. But, but also, I, I felt like all of like the sort of teachers and like you weren't ever like uh, destructive or like to a, de- well, not, not to like a degree me. that was like... These guys are assholes. Right. It was more just like, and I felt like all the teachers were it just was like, oh, never mean and never like angry. No, you know, it kids was malicious. Would get, like angry in high school yeah. and act out. We, I don't think it was malicious. Us ever only had, like, in emotional. the sense of like trying to make their job just harder. a little harder. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. a lot harder sometimes. But like it, it, for the benefit of like other kids laughing. But again, the point is that 
for all the kids who were laughing, I'm sure there was a handful of kids that were like, can these guys just sit down and shut the fuck up? Yeah. I don't know. I think about that shit sometimes now. Not like I think about it a lot, but sometimes when I do this podcast, I'm like, man, I'm sure there was somebody out there that was just like, fucking A, Muhammad, sit down. Like, you are such an asshole. Right. Just shut up already yeah. and let us continue I, our day while I'm like doing like bits in front of the teachers whole Teachers really liked you, though. And they liked me, too, yeah. to a certain extent. But yeah. there was a there was a point where I crossed the line. I mean, I would say we got into it. Like, you know, there was some, uh, some, I mean, later on, especially a little bit more, like, you know, troubles. We had a lot. Uh, all our friends dropped out of high school. I mean, all of them. Pretty fast. Including you. I mean, you went to. No. Well, you. Uh, sorry. I don't know. It was talk about a semester it, before graduation. High, before, and, and not even like halfway through the last semester. And uh, I was skipping Spanish. So you had to take, you know, a foreign yeah. language. And I said, I already speak two languages. Can't you count the credit? And they were like, no. <laughs> You're like, I'll so I'm take like, the well, the reason right I didn't now. want to, because I am really <laughs> interested in languages, but even then, but I said, look, I know the people taking like the highest level of Spanish and they can't speak worth a damn. I know that your system doesn't work that well. I just don't want to waste my time. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of being a smart ass. Like I'm trying to be lazy a little bit, but, but also, but at the same time, I'm, it you made are sense fluent in right. the language. <clears throat> so they said no. And I said, fine, I'll take Spanish. <laughs> So they gave me a test, and I, on purpose, of course, flunked the thing. <laughs> they put me in Spanish one. Then the teacher found out really quickly that I knew I'm fluent. She, well, she didn't know that much, but like she knew I spoke Spanish. So like they, they bumped me up to Spanish three, and then uh, that didn't last long. I think maybe a week, and then I immediately went to Spanish five, and I'm getting college credit, and I'm like, cool. Well, I'm in that class, and all the students know by that point that, like, I'm Carlos. And <laughs> <laughs> that should have given it away, maybe. When they make but, you, uh, like, pick a name, like a Spanish name, right, I'm like, I'll stick with it. I think I feel pretty good. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I'll be Nathaniel. <laughs> but, uh,. Uh, so uh, kids started asking me questions and I started telling them like, ah, oh, that's incorrect. The way this person's teaching you, this is the way you do it. So it started working and some of the kids started answering, uh, things in tests and in class, like the way I was telling them. Long story short, the teacher got pretty pissed off about that. I, uh, very shortly after that, I started skipping that class and actually doing like going to the library and doing, uh, homework for the class right after that. And one of those days, like three administrators showed up and they're like, what are you doing? We got you. And I'm like, what do you mean you got me? I'm in the <laughs> library and I'm doing homework. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> they did. They were very proud of it because they hadn't yeah. caught me until then. And then, uh, so, you know, they're like, well, you're, you know, this is enough. We've had enough of your shenanigans, whatever. And, uh, and they're like, you're suspended. And I'm like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, you can't come back in until your mom comes into the school and, uh, you know, has a talk with us. I said, my mom doesn't speak English. So he said, well, she better bring a translator. My sister had to go in. And then that day they revealed everything that I had oh, done no. in school. Oh, shit. Like, mind you, the days that I had ISS, I had actually been bringing the form home and telling my mom that I was signing up for a different sport. So, I, like, in her eyes, yeah, I played baseball, wrestling, football. <laughs> yeah, she signed all of it. She's like... My, 
My kid's <laughs> an athletic specimen. Did she wonder why you never had any games? No, she, she's a horrible mom. No, she didn't go. <laughs> That's not true, but... Um, so, yeah, she went in, found all that out, and then she was just speechless, and she asked me what I wanted to do. So I said, I'd like to finish... Um, finish. Uh, He's from Finland. I'm from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. High five. Hey, thanks. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd like to finish in uh, night school. Polaris yeah. night school. It was in Woodstock High School, and I did that, and uh, it was great. I mean, yeah. I didn't get I mean, yeah, low an A after that. graduated on time and everything. Yeah, I graduated. Well, it was... But you were the last uh, maybe one, after. like, uh, all our other friends, including yeah, we were the show, Charles Nogales, had just he, dropped... Like, I had a group of friends... after freshman and, year. Yeah, yeah, and then... Was really close after that. And then he got married. Well, then, he didn't get married. Uh, <laughs> and also both dropped out but yeah and so like but when you left which was again only a semester at the end of, of school mm-hmm. is like i had that group i had nobody I, I mean i had friends but obviously i had jay and chase who's been on the show so with Danny dobry and all sorts of people but it's just like that core group of guys that i was hanging out with a lot just none of them were at my high school anymore <laughs> muhammad you did didn't ask wanna... one time if he was like you from finland and i was like no and he was like <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we can hang out. <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was over it yeah. by that point. Like well, all the fun we could have I, had. I'll say I'll say this too to yeah. the point of you skipping Spanish class and hanging out in the library. I think me and you both, and probably a lot of uh, that same group, Charles included, um, had this thing of just like wasn't necessarily that we were like wanting to even rebel it's just that we believed in like the rules of logic and like that was a logical choice like i will skip this class and work on something for another class because this class is stupid and i don't need it but then yeah administrators we were very convinced with that we yeah thought we and were i'm sure we were, car- we were cocky and a- we were assholes. very cocky but like yeah. things like the administrators catching you and just being like we fucking got you but, and yeah, then they our were, reaction would always just be like shit. what do you mean like we're just trying to fucking live we, we were, were just trying to be high school kids we were really good at arguing, we, we which were, made it yeah. really difficult and, uh, for and them. We, right. we just didn't want to play by those rules, which was which was a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I get that. It's uh, just it's a funny way to have a problem. Like, even I talk a lot about myself and like my passion for like punk rock at the time, but like the actual rebellion was so slight. You know what I mean? Such a slight like middle class kid rebellion. But if you think about it, like from yeah. their perspective. Can you imagine, like, we're in our 30s now. Can you sure. imagine, like, a 16-year-old kid, like, questioning something right, that you said? Right. Like, You're fucking a child. Yeah. You're 16 years right. old. It's, it's got to be so up, infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. But I, at the same time, it's got to be a little bit funny. <laughs> also, I mean, I mean, it does. I do you're think like that... You're like the balls on this kid. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine it's extremely it's frustrating, but I also... I think that's an important skill for kids. Like, I think that's probably a good thing, a kid that would question just you know authority and regular methods mm-hmm. right more power to him yeah Damn the man yeah that's and those I'm, administrators I'm, were fucking jerks that one was a racist what if sure. they listen to yeah. this podcast <laughs> no they're all full of shit <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah like fuck those guys yeah i i regret they, nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um let's uh let's uh, let me try to pull it back i feel like yeah, this episode oh, is gonna music? be three and a half hours yeah, i know Wait, let's get into some music no no, no this is, i was just gonna say like uh so in going with that uh music how would you say it what what kind of influence or impact or like what what kind of role was music having like during these these years so uh, 
the way so I created a playlist and the way that I started I actually um, like I started with uh, Offspring and oh, that, cool. The Offspring, you were really into it, too. I was, and they're weirdly a band school, that didn't right? really come up at much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I was listening to them in high school, too. Well, because Conspiracy, thought, conspiracy uh, of One came out while we were in ninth grade. Right, and then, it was, <clears throat> no, the one after that's the one with Pretty Fly for a White Guy, right? Or is that Pretty no, Fly No, 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 that was middle school. That was... Uh, was it? But I like, remember thinking that song yeah, was, that was actually conspiracy funny. Conspiracy of One was the one that hit, like, 2000. 2000. But that wasn't, like... No. Um, no, it was that the one that had the, keep like, them separated? And no, that that no, was like that the was, real punky one. That yes, was probably earlier. Yes, yeah. keep them separated. Was that uh, uh, come out and play? This was, uh, no, that was Smash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was 1994. Yeah, I'm thinking of, really. but like, that's the first thing that got me into him was self esteem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that fucking album was people. good, but oh, it, yeah. it, it's that, the, that might be their. Best it's just one, very. I, I'd be, do you have it? I yeah, mean, play let's it. play something because uh, so I'm, is, I'm curious to see if it's so as have, like just quintessential this southern is from, um, Southern California pop punk. Oh, this is conspiracy one. Yeah, and this was uh, one that took me a second to get to, uh, but I actually liked it. And then just I hadn't listened to the Offspring until like last week. After you told yeah. me you were going to have me, mm-hmm. I started going back and I was like, what was I really listening to like freshman year? And uh, this one's still one that I'm like, ooh, I kind of I kind of get this. I get why. It's a little chili peppersy. Yeah. I was going to say, strangely, I was gonna like, say like chili peppers are like, oh, like a Rage Against the Machine or something. Like, yeah. This isn't what I think of when I think of The Offspring. No, not yeah. really. But uh, I think that that's what this album was really poppy in some senses. And then it had some stuff like this. Because mm-hmm. they had some songs, I think, that were like in American Pie or something like that. They had a song on they the definitely uh, had some singles, Idle, so. Idle Hand soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that soundtrack. Orange County. They had a song on the Orange County soundtrack. Uh, but that's something, this was a band that I remember really being into freshman year. And the things that I thought I was into early actually happened to be more like sophomore. Yeah. Like uh, like 311. And I know a bunch of people have brought this up. <laughs> no, I, I love your talking podcast. about 311. So. But I think, you know, I started taking myself through it and I'm like, why would people, you know, why was it such a popular thing? You know, and it's like it's it defines everything we were talking about, right? The whole energy about three eleven. What is it? What's this is from chaos. This was two thousand one, right? Two thousand one, yeah. And this was kind of the end of like them releasing good new albums, (laughs) really. Oh, shockingly, that this is two thousand one because after this was Evolver, right? Well, they had the. But what happened with Whatever, us is that, so I heard, I heard Beautiful Disaster, which is from Transistor, like, in seventh grade. I really liked that song, but I didn't explore, like, you know, the, the band. Um, and then I heard this, and then after I heard this, I really liked it, and started exploring, like, some of their older albums. Let's listen to this one. Yeah. This is Essay's little, like... Well, this is, like, the poppiest yeah. of their stuff. Which I actually because anytime they kind of drop the instrumentation like that, I'm always like, "Ooh, that's not it." <laughs> you got to keep everything loud with because then you kind of actually hear like what his voice sounds yeah. like and what he's singing, and it's it's not a strength of the band. What do you think these good. bands feel when they like? I don't think the way that 311. If you hear some of their older stuff, like uh, like Grassroots, right? Yeah. They didn't start out. They started out with like really the angst of a teenager and like, oh, I'm a pothead and whatever because they're sure, very yeah, influenced. Yeah, very I mean, they even they sing about pothead, oh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. 
But then eventually... They're very stoner friendly. And honestly, that's a big reason why Like, I think they spoke to so many people. They were making... And I've made this point on the show before, but they were making positive music that was like for bad like, kids it's all or about rebellion. The unity, bro. Yeah. But like still <laughs> was like it's okay unity. to like smoke weed <laughs> and stand up to authority. What's that right. song on uh uh I think maybe in the first record before SA, whatever that's called. Omaha's no Omaha no. Style? Omaha Styley is Omaha Styley, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's a song that like walks you <laughs> step by step. I know. That's a fun name. Step by step of how to like stand up to the police if they try to search you. And I remember hearing that and just being like, oh, this is fucking great. It's like teaching you a lesson, but it's positive, but it's like for kind of rebellious kids. Like it doesn't it, you don't have to like so, okay. play by the rules. To go along, I like it I was put like something else in the in the on the playlist just to like I eventually ended up listening to this stuff. From 311. It took maybe a year or something like that. Yeah, you, you were from, way in the 311 for a while. Yeah, You in particular. Sure. That was, was they were yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. gateway band into some of these other things I was things actually into, into Sublime like, before yeah, Sublime even 311. Yeah, like the first, I think, but for most But even Sublime, it happened the same genre. way. Where, like, uh, it, I started out with the, the more mainstream stuff. And right. then I got more into their old school. Wrong like, way. Hey, did you grab me one of those? Why is it not playing? Oh, I, I turned it down oh, okay. while we were talking. Sorry. Um, so what what, is, what you got here? This is homebrew. Oh, this is more And you can tell, like, all the poppiness. I mean, you know, some of the style and whatever is still there, but the poppiness is still is pretty much gone. And, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and they, and they were a lot funkier, I think, yeah, too. Like, for just sure. like. And, uh, but I, I always say I like this stuff a little bit better too because it's a little murkier. It's like noisier, oh, yeah, you sure. know. If, if, if I it feels like to a them, garage band. Still, I would listen to this yeah. stuff. I would never listen to Poppy 311 because I think what happened in their career is that <clears throat> they started out this way and they did start growing up, obviously. But I For think sure, what yeah. led them to go in a different area was that they figured out that their demographic right. was like. A bunch of teenagers going through bullshit. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. Because if you go to one of their concerts, it's like... Yeah, I was wondering about from, that. Was what, it, okay, what you, happens you, now at a show? There, is it still high school uh, kids? I was going to say, were there college it's, kids No, or here's, here's like what it is. It's about like 85% like from 13 to about 18, right? And then the rest, you have like some fucking idiotic 50 year olds over there who are just like can barely put a sentence sentence together well, and they, I know that because those were the fucking yeah. adults offering me weed they're right. like here you want to smoke this man I'm like I don't know what that is but uh, absolutely well it was it, it, they do have sort of a jam band fish crossover thing going on well that's why Brad's into yeah and, and more so than other uh, contemporaries of them like Incubus didn't really have that or, or you know I can't even think of who else but you know what I mean like they were a little alone on that front. And I yeah. don't know if they still have it so much because they have become such a, um, yeah, I don't I, know, like a different thing now where it's just like, yeah, they kind of do, I don't know, not even love songs. It's almost like oh, a parody of They did love songs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think they did. I, I can't. I can't. But like, I couldn't. I, I listened to then, some of their new stuff just out of curiosity, and it's always like, it's like, oh, it, it sounds like 311. It. it just sounds like you guys know what people responded to in yeah the 2000s would you and you've been doing that for your entire career now would you want them to try to be something different oh yeah i I definitely would i actually think 311 uh i'm gonna get made fun of for this (laughs) i feel like they have 
talent and creativity in a sense to where they could have tried to keep growing, but they're just, they're not really that kind of band. Like I think also that they constantly tour. I don't think they've ever like taken a year off. Really? They're constantly putting yeah, out it's records. Pretty crazy. And I, I mean, can't believe, they, I think I mean, they enjoy about- that grind in a sense that they could never take like, let's do three years off and then like try to come out with like something different go back to like a maybe a punkier so- sound or like go to like maybe more of an arena rock sound. Listen, you know dude, I mean? by sound system, but they th- found that teenagers love them. And that's it. And that's, they they've been doing sound systems And then they were then. like, oh, they like this even. Yeah, right. and a little like, kept, a little reggae, very hooky, they, they, with a little bit of like we hip hop mixed in there. Like and that's everything it. instrumentally that they're good at, they got away from almost entirely mm. they just became a really really simple band that you yeah. knew in seconds of listening to a new album which i even evolver i think was the last one i listened to that oh, or that's tried. like five albums or like, ago okay. too yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that album came out in 2005 evolver so um yeah, yeah. what else we got yeah what so, else we got we okay talk about three so yeah you know what um freshman year gone so then um yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I listened to them. Do you remember when you saw them live? I went to see them like five or six really? times. Yeah. I just remember once seeing them live with you and I got so drunk that I like I remember there was a point in the night where I was like, Oh yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers are playing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like was I mean, it was probably like the last time I got that ship face at a concert just for the sake of being like I didn't really see the band at all. I spent right. fifty bucks on the ticket. I've done that a few times, and I'm always just like, "Why didn't I just like stay at home right. and like listen to them, <laughs> right. like on Spotify? Like, no, like especially now because it's like like we were saying with the like when I went and saw Page of the Lion. It's like when you factor in like you're taking an Uber to get there. Yes, you're gonna buy some drinks. If you're getting shit faced, you're buying a lot of drinks. Right. And then you're getting Uber back and you bought a ticket. You're like, you're spending over a hundred dollars right. for this thing that you're like, I think I oh, remember I, them playing. I enjoyed it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I had a good time. Yeah. This is Red Hot Chili Peppers, and this this hasn't really come up on the show before. They um Well David Marsh, I think, brought him up. David Marsh oh, did yeah, bring him up. Right. He was really into him. He was into by the way though. He's, yeah. yeah, and he like really got into that album and then explored like whatever after. I think he might have gotten into some stuff before. <clears throat> but um, their energy live is fantastic. However, if you see them once, it's going to pretty much con- like see them a second, third, mm-hmm. fourth time. It's going to be the same thing. Gotcha. Uh, is Anthony Kiedis, does he sound good live? Like his voice? Yeah, it sounds pretty similar. The thing is, it's just he's bouncing around the stage right. nonstop, just like twirling around. It's pretty crazy. Uh, and actually, fun story, Charles uh, waited overnight for some free tickets for Red Hot Chili Peppers. And apparently for this concert, the venue, something happened, flooded or whatever. <clears throat> I don't know where it was supposed to be held, but they had to impromptu have it at some warehouse off Buford Highway. So oh, Charles weird. and I go over there. Uh, do what? I said weird. Yeah. So uh, we go to this warehouse, and we're like three rows like behind the band. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Uh, during the show, uh, the drummer, who looks just like, uh, what's his face? Will Ferrell. His name uh, is Chad. Chad Smith. Chad Smith. Throws his drumsticks. I jump up. I catch him. But at the same time, this guy who's like 6'5 and like 270 <laughs> pounds catches him as well. 
<laughs> and I'm fighting them for dear life. And I'm like, I'm kind of winning here. Why didn't and, you each just <clears throat> take one? Uh, well, I think it was one. Okay. And uh, it'd be weird if you caught him. Yeah. Probably. Well, that would have been funny. <laughs> like, no, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, so his wife or girlfriend just grabs my forearm and starts digging her nails into ah. my forearm, and it's just like, I mean, immediately just drawing blood, whatever. Oh my god! And I look over at Charles, and I'm like, "Help, buddy!" <laughs> And he looks at me and he just goes digging his fingernails. No, into no, no. Her arm. He just goes, nope. Shakes his head, no. And turns back around, and starts looking. At, I, I couldn't fucking. I still don't believe it. I want it. I, I still want to befriend him over that. Befriend him over that uh, incident. Um, what was what song was that album on? That was California Californication. Okay. And Which I is like the only album it, of theirs that I really ever. Yeah, there's a bunch to of a singles, and that what that might have been a single too. I mean, it's like the whole thing. Was, yeah. But that's one that I liked that didn't get played mm-hmm. uh, nearly you, as much as the other ones. Are you still throwing on Red Hot Chili Peppers every Not once in a while? Often. No. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the concerts, you know? You know they how good they are. New music, too? I think uh, so. Maybe. Must, I actually right? just listened to a podcast this morning and Flea was on it talking yeah. about the Lakers because he's a huge. <laughs> really? Flea LA is Lakers an incredible fan. musician outside of uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, he plays in Adam Sorpiece with Tom York. Uh, yeah. And that's pretty phenomenal. That's cool. Uh, yeah, he does a bunch of side stuff. Do you um, know what Flea's real name is? I just looked it up. No, I'm but that me. is so interesting. I've that, never I've even never thought. Even, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that guy obviously has a <laughs> real name. Uh, Michael Balzari. Balzari. Do you know how tall Flea, Flea is? <laughs> uh, three feet. Two <laughs> inches. Three inches. <laughs> Five foot six. <laughs> Still short. Uh, all right, what else you got? Uh, okay, so... Uh, I started getting into some darker, heavier music, I guess. One of the introductions to that, I guess, or um, ways that I moved on was Nirvana. And that was uh, mainly, like, I'd heard of them, obviously, but uh, Charles, our friend Charles, yep, we really talked about getting his episode. into them. Uh, he got into them heavily, so I started listening to them a lot more. And the song that I'm playing here is Polly which we were talking about before the podcast. Yeah. And the song, uh, interestingly enough, is about a serial killer who abducts a little girl back in, like, 1987. Yeah, it's a true story. And oh, really? Super dark. Yeah, and it's like, so I'm not one for lyrics, really. I mean, I listen to music mainly for the music, and I just kind of space out, and it's all, you know, my own thing. But... uh you know, a song like this is something that kind of grabs you. Like, yeah. And, and, it's, it's well, especially told, if it's just guitar and vocals. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm, you, it's actually yeah, a really cool a story yeah, of, to make. How, like, he bought, like, this guitar at a fleece, at a, uh, at a Michael market. Balzari I, market. I was going to make the joke, but then I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, at a, at a flea market, and it, like, isn't tuned right. Like, it was unable to tune right. And I, I don't know. There's a great nerd writer video about this song that came out actually pretty recently if you uh, uh, ever check it out on, on YouTube. It's, it's like amazing. a video essay breakdown of the song. Everything he does amazing. is really good. Yeah, he is an amazing guy. But um, 
But yeah, this song's told from the point of view of the point of view kidnapper of rapist. The kidnapper rapist. And not quite sympathetic, but also but you can just feel very that. cold. That's the and thing like, is that I could feel that yeah. listening to this song. And I'm like, there's something fucking dark about this yeah. shit. I got to look into it a little bit. And you just like back then you don't have the internet. So you just fucking start listening and you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. which is almost better for something like this. Right. Let, let's listen for a second. Let's listen to She's just as bored as me She called me off my guard Amazes me the will of instinct Isn't me What, um, what album was this one on? This was off uh, Nevermind, I believe I, I, I yeah, totally missed Nirvana yeah, I knew the hit songs. Sure, right. I missed out on them, and I hear something like, but also like, I was really the hit songs that, I liked, that but I was grunge in the '90s stuff. I in the, like it kind of led into, um, you know, my music taste sort of changing a little bit and getting away from the, you know, stupid poppy like 311 stuff and some other crap. Sure. Uh, kind of led into darker music. More Nirvana is a very poppy band in in the same regard. Sort of. They're just very dark poppy. Well, but they he are, was a dark individual. Yeah, I think all of them were. But, but they're like, like still hooky, and, and, and they're still they're very. Ex- they're, I think there's that's a reason the they were mega popular. So they're they're, big. they're incredibly accessible dark yeah. music, which is which is a, really a feat. It's right. really cool that yeah. you were able to right. do that. Um, but yeah, uh, you mentioned on our last episode with Danny, um, Jay-Z's Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Nirvana's Unplugged is fantastic. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, God. that I'll still listen to that. Yeah, that album. Is, I actually... We talked about it on yeah, Charles' episode, it the I think, other day. too, but it's just like a great it's album. It's pretty good. Me and uh, a buddy of mine who lived on the street for me, uh, we would go to... Well, we would go like with our parents because we were in like middle school, but we would go to the Pizza Hut back when pizza was still like a buffet, yeah, like yeah, a lunch totally. buffet thing, and yeah. it had a jukebox, and we would always play, uh, I always played uh, songs off of uh, Bush, uh, 16 Stones, I yeah. think was oh, that yeah. one, <laughs> and Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy and Infant Sadness, and Oasis, yeah. What's the Story of Morning Glory, and he would always play just songs off Nirvana Unplugged. <laughs> like, that was always what he threw on. And I was like, this is good, but just wait, because 1979 is about to I come on. Before yeah. we move on to the next song, I, I got a question, music-related question for you. Yeah. Um, I know that we, I mean, a lot of the bands you're talking about, I listen to as well, but we diverged in musical taste a lot in high school, me yes. and you. Yes, yes. Um, I think after. No, during, for sure. Like, you weren't listening to any of the, like, uh, warp Tour bands no, and shit that no, I was no, listening no, never, to. Yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, that was even, like, early. I'd say early yeah. on in yeah. Was that on yeah. purpose? Yeah. Like, you were, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I was going to ask, like, did you, <laughs> did you listen, but or did you have any of that in your repertoire, any of that pop punk or, like... Not really. I mean... That, I know you went to the warp Tour with me yes, at least one of those awesome. years. And it was just for fun, but it was never music that really... Uh, spoke to me or the emo scene that was really no, big in the two thousands. A lot of not kids really that we have on the show talk about that. No, uh, I mean, of course, I like like you know, I've heard like Weezer gets brought up. Sure. I liked Weezer a lot, right? Uh, and I would have brought him up, but like you know, music that was like into like you know spoke to me, right? And it's right, very right. personal. Well, I think it's you, not, and it never was. Really. Yeah, yeah. 
There, I mean, there's. Uh, there, I, I did get into like I remember uh, punk kind of led into the Clash when we started going yeah. retro, mm-hmm. and then uh, that was something I really got into. For yeah, sure. the Clash is great. Um, where, um, where did you find out about music? Like, pre- like what oh. you've what you've played yes. have all been like stuff uh, that's uh, on the me, radio. Uh, part of it, okay. uh, but I, I do think that some of the things that. Um, like especially in high school, I ended up hearing of, like bands that I liked were from friends, mm-hmm. um, and then I, w- I would pick up things like uh, just hanging out with like you, like Muhammad or Garvin, uh, Charles, and they would have a playlist, and I would pick out something, and then I would explore that mm-hmm. right. And then, uh, yeah, you and were then movies little... were def- definitely well. No, Napster, Napster, Napster was such was a around. thing. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you got I a little did. obsessive about bands. I, I know. Well, that. I'm still that way. You would like, like one band I... and then listen to everything yeah, because by that band for music, like months. Music has always felt this way to me. Where like, if I like, it's very rare that I'll like a song that makes me feel like I'm falling in love, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next song or whatever on their album can make me feel the same way. That's really rare. Mm-hmm. When I find a band that does that to me, uh, it's like game over. Yeah. That's I'm done for. And there's been very few bands that have actually done that for me. Like, uh, uh, I mean, back then, uh, 311 was that way. Uh, Offspring in some sort of way, but I really kind of really hadn't found my identity. I think when I started finding out my identity was what I was saying with Nirvana, it led me to a heavier taste for music or heavier in the sense of like heavier rock. Sure. Um, and then that led me to like Deftones, yeah. which uh, Deftones, I didn't like all of their work, but I love. I don't think anybody dread- did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I got into like even big White Deftones Pony. fans, there were like full albums that people were like, mm, not great. Yeah, there's, there's no way that yeah. they liked everything, but like... Um, Adrenaline is a hell of an album. I thought so too. I think, it's I think self-titled is one. a very good album, and that came out later. It came out like 2005. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, um, and then, of course, White Pony. You, did you not like White Pony? I know. I love yeah, White, White Pony. Pony's but um, but, uh, yeah. but I yeah, like Adrenaline better. Adrenaline is a lot more Which, raw. Uh, here's, and like, it's actually playing right now. This is Root number six. I know him by numbers. I never memorized <laughs> like the track list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. This is so interesting because, you know, this is like metal white almost. They didn't quite fall into that new metal category with like corn and stuff. At least mm-hmm. I never felt like they did. But it has the, and this is what always deterred me from Deftones and this, is that guitar tone. Yeah. And like oh, really? the effects well, that, well, that they just use. happening. Yeah. But yeah. then it gets into this. Like it doesn't live. It's very dreamy. Right, but it's like once it, once I hear that like very like aggressive, like sort of almost like digitally kind yeah, of yeah, distortion, yeah. Uh, I usually checked out. And, yeah. And that's. Like, I like bands like this and what'll lead into Tool that I'll mention after this. Is that the lead singer also brought this melody into it and this oh, yeah. sort of sweet, very pretty, a very right, a very hard song, and uh, more specifically with Tool, like then you had drumming that's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's yeah, something very me... surreal about both these bands, uh, right? And very, I mean, especially later on, some of some of um, yeah, yeah, Deftones yeah. music is very like yeah. feels like it's in a dreamscape of like just yeah. I think you're thinking like floating. digital bath. 
yeah. is a song. Yeah. Well, and, and more yeah, um, you know, Chino's weird side project, Team Sleep. Did you ever listen to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were very like like drop some psychedelics and like right. chill out for a little while. But it's it's what I always liked about them is like the melodicness and yeah, like the sort of. There is like a real slow, almost easy listening thing going well, on with Deftones. I think personally what I really liked about this is that it's music I could uh, really listen to in the car and kind of get in my own space sort of mm-hmm. thing. And what I mean by that is just like contemplate my life, just like zone out completely, right? It's like background stuff. Or like what it just met almost every purpose in my life. Like if it's working out, it's that. If it's creative, it's that. And some of the bands, some of the songs that I really like fit all those molds, right? Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more My High School iPod with Carlos Prieto. All right, I'm rolling. If you want to start with a uh, play a song, and we'll come mm. back talking over that so, song. Jay will introduce the show, and then you can talk about what it is. So, I am going to skip. I hope it's that DMX song that we played. I, so, <laughs> about three Kims. <laughs> about three Kims. X going to give it to you, right? Um, <laughs> Dude, I hated myself on that episode, by the way. I don't know if I told you. Why? What? I was so talkative. I think I was just like, I was having like a very, I don't know, like aggressive day. I felt like very talkative and like i just i i talk over him a lot um i think i was saying a lot of wrong stuff and then he was correcting me and i was like oh yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what i'm talking oh, about oh you did say you said something oh you know what you said that i caught wrong i didn't listen to the whole <laughs> I, said, I said so much wrong, no man, you you were referring you know you had the whole uh uh part where you were talking about small trucks right oh, yeah. like people have big trucks small trucks you said range rover range rover is not a no small ford truck. rover a ranger, ranger. Or I might have said range. You rover, said range rover. Yeah. Uh, you sounded like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Just but so you know, this God. morning on seventy five, you sounded like a fucking moron. <laughs> but also, uh, and and uh, we've we've done twenty nine of these yeah. now. But you can kind of tell. Like I felt like Danny wasn't like. And I think you sensed it too, where it was almost like, okay, we have to talk and right, kind of pull stuff out of him. or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. he just yeah. he wasn't gonna just like. Whereas like yeah, with bread, something. bread was like oh, in the, when the I was up. in the seventh was grade. Great, I'd be, yeah, he was I, wonderful. I really he told his fucking listen, life story. Like amazing. David Marsh, nostalgic to me, and that's sort of, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been friends with him forever, although I don't hang out with him anymore. But uh, it is funny. Or Charles, I fucking see Charles every weekend. Yeah, right. Uh, still, Brad was the most fun yeah. episode. He just had so much to say. And yeah, he's I actually, such a passionate I actually, guy. I, actually, I, uh, you'd you invited know. me before I actually listened to that episode. Oh. And when he talked about 311 and when he talked about Paul Oakenfold, which is also a big one for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I know you didn't fucking really listen to Transport because Transport... <laughs> Yeah, I did. I listened to that not, fucking album all the not, time. Not in the fucking... It is the epitome of fucking trans. It okay. really is. But that's... That, that 
Wait, I know no, you. I, I didn't. I listened to Global, a lot, yeah, which is Paul what I was Van saying. Dyke, yeah, yeah. It, Paul Van Dyke is the thing yes. that you yeah. were really into. But yeah, transport. I mean, I listen to his song, whatever. I wasn't into the whole scene as much as no, no, he no. was. Obviously, and, uh, me neither. Yeah, I mean that's that's a whole different thing. I think it's I coming a fucking episode. I listened to it while I was on ecstasy <laughs> for that like uh, few months that I was. But doing that a lot of that is Danny. that is even still my favorite uh, techno. Yeah, album, which I'm not gonna break. I, I do love that somebody like Brad, like not an entertainer, is not used to like talking publicly no, like this. No, but he's and so just, good. Like, is so comfortable. It's the with- same way that he's so good at like in the fucking on the chat of yeah. fantasy football. Yeah. He wears everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just, he's out there. Yeah. He is so out there. It's, <laughs> I, it's funny. There's no concerns about how I'll, he comes. You know, off. I haven't told you guys this, but I've, I've like especially when we had that Le'Veon Bell dilemma. Uh, I called him up because he was just, he was like, no fuck. He said, you show no class. I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I've said nothing about this whole issue. Uh, I called him up and he's like, hey, buddy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I mean, if it's bugging you this much, I'll give you Le'Veon Bell back. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he goes, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm in the middle of a poker game. He goes, we're bros, man. We're fine. <laughs> like, right. it's no big fucking deal. He does come across and very... And like, you're acting like a so fucking serious. buffoon yeah. on the chat. He comes and across like, very... No, I'm just joking. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't fucking get to do that. Yeah. No, but and, it, it and is. It's, it's a persona. There's been a few times where, yeah, Kinda. he comes across it like and it manic and uh, you kind of worry about him. And then he's like... It will be like I'm just joking, and if you guys don't get that, yeah. then you don't He's know full me. Of <laughs> like, shit, but uh, yeah, but he is fine. I think yeah. I don't. Know. I think so. We'll leave that up for, to his wife. Yeah, she's still. She's still <laughs> home has to deal with that. Not us. Well, I tell Sam things sometimes, and she's like, "You guys should be worried about." We, him. And I'm we like, should I send know. him this part of the podcast oh, yeah, just for him. <laughs> what I do, uh, and I. I called him out on it last night is like it is one thing if he's like breading out about what's going on in our league right. or even like dfs yeah. because that's we all just know that's but part of it. but now he's league. in three other yeah. leagues now so he's like i had jordan howard on my bench in yeah. another league and we're like none of us care yeah like, that sucks <laughs> but don't go on that board <laughs> complain on that one all right let's let's record guys let's all right going. <clears throat> so just, just hit play. Jay will oh, introduce me? the show. And okay. Then we'll talk so, about, uh, how about this? I'm just. You don't want to do that. I mean, he can just inter- he can just introduce the show and then we'll come back. Yeah, to introduce okay. the show right. because. Yeah. All right, let's okay. do it. Because you got to set it up. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. And we're back. It's my high school iPod. Jay Howell, Muhammad Joma, and our guest. Did you want to say what's up or anything? What's up? Perfect. And uh, or anything. Muhammad, <laughs> I a stinker. You are the Rizzoli. <laughs> and uh, you're the Isles. <laughs> hey, by the way, I've done so much promotional work, or I used to, for Rizzoli and Isles because really? I work for TNT. Do they look yeah. like me and Jay? <laughs> well, there's a taller one and a shorter one. So <laughs> that's us. That's, that's us. you. That's you us. guys. You guys got it. You guys got it. Um. I always like one of them's more slender, the other one's more voluptuous. So. That's us. That's, I'm voluptuous. <laughs> I'm slender. I I remember that and the closer would always be on that billboard right there by Turner. Yeah. And I drive by it all the time. And I, same with like Franklin and Bash. All these TNT shows 
that I know went on <laughs> no, for like 10 right. seasons and I've it's never like, seen an episode or know what it's about. I don't know why yeah. it just exists. I, like every time I did uh, stuff for Franklin and Bash, I couldn't get uh, the song, uh, take out the papers and the trash, but I would say Franklin and the Bash <laughs> and over and over in my fucking head as I'm, <laughs> as I'm deciding. Yuck. Take, yeah. Hey, is Glow a spinoff of Franklin and Bash? And um, that character Bash is... I haven't seen Glow. I know. Right, so there's a character named Bash on Glow. Oh, that's it? <laughs> so that's why he's saying that. <laughs> okay, um, so music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Howell, Mama Joe, and our guest, Carlos Prieto. Play something, Carlos. Yeah, let's see oh, what okay. else we got on so this mix. So I'm going to... Um, I'm going to skip Rage Against the Machines, Mars Volta, and Tool. Oh, what? Well, I already said I liked hard stuff. Okay. And that's, uh, so then, and uh, I guess it was junior year. Real experimental. I, um, it's a little different. Sophomore, junior year, I started listening uh, <laughs> to uh, Outkast and a little more hip hop. Uh, some of it was very influenced by you, which I don't know if I'll He's get to, but like Muhammad. Uh, Muhammad. Yes, you, <laughs> Muhammad. Um, and uh, so one of the songs by Outcast is Liberation. Yeah, and the song where uh, else there's a fire. Right. Between love and hate. The song's great. It's a long song, which is really cool. So, right. And also, this, this is just like this jazzy album, Motown. It is. Shit. And this album doesn't start out this way. No, it doesn't. This album is very Outcast like and mm-hmm. very rap influenced and whatever. And this is more like I think Andre's stuff, yeah. right? Which I know that Big Boy likes this kind of shit too. But well, this I, is I, something that I would say Andre probably pushes a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean right? I don't know. I I have a hard time with this in general because I I feel like so much of everything they do when they were separate, it, it was so much like seeing like a person like like a like in inside out or something like the yeah. two different personalities yes. that make That's one a thing great like way you just to, listen to this and yes. you're like oh yeah i see what I, both of them are doing i agree with you 100 if you take away either one you I, get something i think they're two different yeah, yeah. Um, of, which of, which is one of the things that makes them such a just broke yeah band. which album was this on this was this a criminal which and that you, was what what year did that come out or around it was pre skankonia okay no pre at aliens too pre at aliens only at aliens like preceded by i think Southern Plains right. to uh, Cadillac music, right? Yeah. So like that, that was first? after, yes. Southern Plains to Cadillac, Cadillac music, music came first, before. Then AT No, no then, then Equimini, then, then, then AT Aliens, then Tangonia, and then, then Love Below and uh, Speakerbox. Um, but then it definitely, yeah, and started then I don't want more. <laughs> Right, progressive. Well, this I was gonna say like this sort of almost kind of like soul kind of. Less, yeah, just like rapping. That's that's this is like, a lot of Goody Mob influence and shit too. This is like the real Dungeon Family Southern rap yes. shit, like all together, everybody doing. But I was something. gonna say this is kind of like what hip hop is doing a lot now. Like you do hear these rappers who put like two albums out where they are just like verse after verse of of rapping, and then they'll do an album like that, like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Did a, like to to pimp a butterfly, which was a right, lot of right. more kind of soulful, like full band sounding kind of stuff, and it's crazy that Outkast did this, you know, yeah, the, so early, nineteen ninety nine or whatever. Um, yeah, this 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 song specifically, I think what happened is I let the album play through, 
and then it got to this and then there's a part like six minutes in after spoken word stuff I actually that it just becomes this part like coming up right here. Check, check yeah, that going, man. Like, whatever. <laughs> uh, but you can fast forward to that part if you want to. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, well, I don't know if I like you as much. I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> Shake that load off. It's just so like. Yeah. My, like the first thing that I, I was like really attracted is, to in hip hop was you like come together with yeah it was like yeah. that like super jazzy Again, Muhammad, super I'm like pointing about. <laughs> uh, you know I was I listened to Motown and shit growing up that's what the music my dad fell in love with and that's what he listened to so mm-hmm. like, that kind of stuff was always around me and even like funk and some disco and stuff your dad and, yeah because he immigrated to Detroit and then that's oh. all he listened to <laughs> as far as American music was like oh God, Smokey Robinson and this, this feels like such a group, but it is. group effort like it's not not just Big Boy and Andre yeah. like this is a band and there's backup singers right. and like it's it's not and just that's also I don't think either of the guys from Outkast has sang up to this point no not really it starts with CeeLo now yeah. this is who I uh, thought was a woman the first <laughs> time yeah yeah, the She's, first time I heard it, too, it was like God, she, her, her voice She's is beautiful. Um, you know who loved this album is uh, Ross Smith. Yeah, he did. He dropped his name. And also, somebody. Wow, he comes up on your podcast. Yeah. So he Quite had a lot, lot of friends, like, and he we was should, a music guy. I'm gonna try to. Would you like to have him on here? I would. I, I just haven't talked to him. If he wants to, yeah. Oh, he would. He would love to. I mean, I haven't talked to him in five years, but he doesn't. I'm <laughs> confident. Where does he can live now? He's not in Albany. Okay, I yeah. believe south, yeah. south somewhere. Come south. out for a visit. Wherever Albany is. Um, fast forward to that. So part here's the oh. spoken word part, yeah. and then yeah, once so, you get past this, it's this, and then let's see. Pretty mouth. Still, I think this is uh, Cujo, I believe. So it's like still. <laughs> we get it. This is you like, like Stephen family. King. You have a shirt. That's <laughs> yeah, a big angry dog. So, what happens to me is this entire time I've been like, sort of on a trance, and then I get to this, and I'm like, like, yeah, what? You're willing that you like you're now you're letting the music breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I'm still listening to rap. At the time that I first heard this, I didn't understand that that could happen with the genre of music that I was supposed to be listening to. Yeah, because so usually like, rap is very formulaic and like verse yeah. hook, verse hook. Right. It's, exactly. And and that uh, just blew my mind and um, catapulted me into uh, a different stuff within the same genre. I feel also, like the bass guitar is yeah. taking the lead in and, all this, and that's which doesn't that, happen like, often. With music that I pick is, it took me a really long time to define it, but the bass line has to be pretty present. The, the, you know, it has to be pretty... Uh, pretty. This was uh, definitely like sitting around stoned and then like listening to this song and being like, this song is still fucking on right now, guys. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. And I, I like that. Yeah. I really do. Um, and it's great, and and like I said, this song is so much more like you were saying, uh, not just a collaboration, but it's like a composition. You know, mm-hmm. it's like somebody like or like a, a team of people just going, "What would be cool next?" <laughs> you know, what would be cool next? Like, I'm oh, ready to do it right now. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. 
this is something I know me and you, Muhammad, were very, very into. Uh, I think this had to have been senior year. Yeah, I mean, all my hip-hop was like junior, senior year. It went, right. I was like real pop punk and stoner rock and then real hip-hop the last couple of years of high school. This is Deltron, right? 3030? I played them on the podcast before. Is this the first song on that album? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the intro. Does this yeah, sample positive contact? I think is the one follow. Yeah, this yes. is the first one. This is this uh, is so good. Is this sample the like the Batman score? No, I don't think. What so. is it this? <laughs> I don't know. The like knowing Dan the, the Tim, Automator, the Tim Burton, like Danny Elfman. Yeah, it could be. It maybe not, but it always reminded me of it. Yeah. What is it? The the like the oh yeah. whenever the vocal thing sample comes in. It's funny that you picked this song. This song is good, but it's such a this intro. Song. It's an intro to an but again, album. It's like know? a six-minute long. Yeah. It's a longer song. Yeah. It's great. It's so good. This is something well, also, this is a and very much enjoy. This is a concept album, so of course it's an intro song because the whole album is a story. But. He's so good, and, and honestly more so, and I talk about this anytime any project by this guy comes up, but Dan the Automator, the producer of this album, he can do nothing wrong. I mean, he just like, everything that he touches is gold to me. He, he did the first Gorillaz album. Oh, Jay, Jay Jay I think that's I think that's from Batman. I like that you're totally that. wrong. I, I, like, like, Dan the this, this is what blows my mind about Dan the Automator, but even this album in general is like Deltron Thirty, Deltron, Del the Funky Homo Sapien is the rapper, <laughs> and he is so fucking good. Like, just so talented, has a cool voice, textured, interesting, and just like an amazing rapper. And then behind him is like one of the greatest beats <laughs> to come out of like us in high school. It's so good. Uh, th- I, I have no problem playing something like this for my kids. I mean, I do. Yeah. And just like, listen, forget anything they're saying to you at the daycare. <laughs> this is what it's all What about. do they think of like when you play uh, this? Or anything. My, my, my son is in, in love with music. Like, so much so that, it, it, you know, I'm actually really proud of it, where he is not into any kind of like Disney show or any any kind of cartoons or whatever. It's like the baby, only thing baby shark. Calm, the only thing that calms him down is Maybe like, but like if I play like metal, hard rock, or like something like this, you'll absolutely love it. Like if there's a music video, like you'll probably be a little more interested. Okay. Just music in general will make him go pretty nuts. That's cool. Which is what, really cool. So what was your relationship to hip hop in, in high school? I mean, I know that came kind of later. So my introduction to rap in general was from Garvin. And, you know, we had established I come from a different country. Right. So learning uh, American music was difficult for me. because, Well, I mean, anything. You just don't know, right? Sure. So, uh, he was a good person to have around uh, because he... Um, has always had a very vast interest in music. So he introduced me to rap right away. One of the things was like Puff Daddy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, that like, was huge in the, in the family. Middle school, yeah. yeah, that like, album was... me to Victory yeah, and Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I was listening to that in uh, seventh grade. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but that, that, that's 
I mean, this is the journey I think a lot of people took in, in with hip hop music in, in our era is that like you get into the radio stuff and then you go, oh, I don't care about this bullshit because it was pop music at the time. Oh, I, I don't care know. About I think some music. people just stay with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some like people it. do, but most I, the majority. I, I think I the majority right. stay with that. Yeah, and sure. then there's some where like, oh my. God. But then oh. you discover like, oh, there's like I don't know. I think in the early 2000s there was this big sense. I mean, especially with like the sort of scene I was hanging out with that like, you know, stonery, pop punk or whatever. There was like this sense of like, oh, bullshit rap music or whatever. And then by the time you're like 16, people are like, no, no, no. There's like really good instrumental, like cool beat stuff, you know, and then they start showing you like, yeah, these guys, Dan the Automator. Plus, I mean, you know, I mentioned lyrically, I don't really care that much, but one of the greatest things about hip hop is that you will find some substance. Yeah. And that's one thing that, like, I mean, you don't have to try very hard to, like, listen to the shit they're talking about. It's just nonsense, right? It's just terrible. So, like, to hear the same kind of what's a, supposed to be same genre of music, and then it can be meaningful in different ways, not just musically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be really powerful stuff. And that's something that, um, you know, with uh, with The Roots, with Outkast, with, uh, with what I was just playing with, like, Dell... Uh, I definitely got. Uh, I, you know, I lo- I like the roots, of course, like everybody. But I was never the biggest fan or anything. As in, like a super fan. Saw them live. Still one of the best concerts I've ever been. Really? To. So fucking good live. Yeah. I I actually kind of I mean, hated that Jimmy Fallon. I was just I about to. It's kind of I was bummer. just about I, to I ask. Like, that. why? Why would you do that? I get why they do it because I mean I do too. But. Because it's like, all right, you can either tour the country right. or. Uh, we'll pay you a lot of money to just live in New York. Yeah, get and, to hang out with a bunch of celebrities. And they record the job. show at like four in the afternoon, yeah. and you're yeah. out by six. Like I'm playing next movement. Okay, okay. By the Roots. This is something I heard somewhere in between Deltron and uh, Outcast. This is amazing. It's so funky, and well, that's. I guess that's what I liked, right? It's yeah. just that jazzy. Good I feel like they, the roots, the roots separated themselves because they were a band. Yeah. And like most, when you think right. of hip hop, most of the time it's one guy or right. one one woman or like you know or a group, but it's never like well this person plays bass and this person plays mm-hmm. drums like that's you associate that generally with like rock or yeah, and, and weirdly the face of the roots is not the rapper mm-hmm. it's the drummer it's Questlove that's who everybody right. knows yeah. who instead of a Q has a question mark <laughs> so it's edgy really interesting <laughs> That's like uh, that's like in football when uh, a quarterback, oddly enough, is not the face of it, and it's like some linebacker. Yeah. And in some weird way, like fans of the sport are like, hell yeah, because it's much more than just that bullshit position. Right. That's quest they get love it. for right, right? Absolutely. And also, just like Questlove kind of separated himself and would be like, yeah, I'm going to record drums for this John Mayer album. Or like, he's, there's a lot of stuff that he's a part of that you don't necessarily know unless somebody tells you or you like do some research. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. is is Black Thought in the house band? He's the rapper. Is yeah, he, he, I think he, so. He's there. 
I don't really watch I mean, I Jimmy Fallon that much. <laughs> right, but, <laughs> I'll watch like a clip if somebody posts it, but um, but yeah, they the roots are they're fantastic. They're very. very There's cool. another rapper who used to be in the. I was trying to look up his name. Do you know it? What? It wasn't black. There was another guy with black thought that used to rap in the group, but I can't think of his name. Uh-uh. It doesn't matter. It I'll was this out. Uh, green idea. Ha! <laughs> Folks, <laughs> we're winding it down. Uh, um, you, what, what, you have anything? Uh, okay, so what I'm going to do is um, sort of a rapid fire of, uh, sorry. Basketball shoes? Just stepped yeah. on one of Absolutely. Muhammad's that dogs. A, that was a layup. <laughs> uh, so, and one. <laughs> rapid fire of uh, music that I found through movies. Okay. Okay. Some soundtrack shit. Yeah. Oh. So this is the first one. Movies are big with you, and I want to. Movies are very big. Yeah, and I I want to. Uh, just... All right, I'd love to know if you guys know what this is from. I bet I, I bet I you David Marsh yet. could fucking oh, okay. tell me this. Well, I always worry when somebody who's really into movies comes on because Muhammad will go off on tangents. I know. I really gotta watch myself. <laughs> Maybe this is, this is score or is this like a band? This is from this the is a, Godzilla a, soundtrack. This is originally a band, sampled them or stole their shit. It's a DJ. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Right. And I think it's pretty apparent once it's, no, because it's not him singing, but whatever. Oh, there's going to be a vocalist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. What is it? It's a car chase. Uh, is it Eng- It feels English. No. Okay. It's heat. Oh, shit. It's when Al Pacino pulls over Robert De Niro before they yeah, go into yeah. the diner. And it's the, the first time they met in, a great movie. in film. Oh, Even yeah. though they had done because Godfather, it, but they they shot it at separate times, so they never, I've never met each other. I've never heard this like as it's on its own. Who, who's this? Who's yeah. who's the singer? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can have a beer, uh, Jay. <laughs> no, I was giving you one. Oh, yeah, I'll take one. Um, who? It sort of sounds like Moby. a guy from Joy Division. Uh, <laughs> which I'm, I'm I like I like a lot of Moby stuff. I mean, I did too. By the way, I, I was thinking about him recently because so he's become he such like a the joke as an adult. He did as Gone in sixty seconds. He's done so much stuff. For yeah, it. and he has become a joke. And in a you, way, if I you guess. like years ago on Facebook, I was like, yeah, I like Moby on Facebook because he said you follow him, and he's just so po- politically yeah, he's like a weirdo. Oh, Remember he said he like dated yeah Natalie Portman. She was like, we never dated. We hung out like twice. Tried to practically rape me, and then he was like, I'm taking my book back or whatever. Oh no. It was something like that. I don't think she never said that. Did she? It was. Was yes, he like yes. accused of something? No. Yeah. I thought she, I thought she was that, just like. No, she said that he it. tried to. <laughs> I'm like recalling back when I actually read these facts that I'm giving you guys <laughs> uh, through Facebook. I clicked on a story and then I'm reading through it and then it said well, then like, it yeah, she true. goes like, no, let me tell you the story. So it was practically like he said it, except she was never into it and then left the room. So he practically. Yeah. up all the romance hey that's great and he is an awesome movie what else you got okay so here's the next one uh what is you you'll know what this is from 
Merle Tenenbaums, and this yeah. is uh, somebody who we've talked about on the podcast. Elliot Smith. Bit, Elliot Smith. This I, was... I really got into Elliot Smith later on in my high school sure. years, exiting my high school years. Um, anytime today, I shaved. Anytime I shave, <laughs> I think about this song. I, this is one, one of the, the most, most effective scenes. Yeah, in it's the exact one history. I was going to use. So effective, and you know, in a way that's like I'm going to kill I don't, myself. Tomorrow. I don't know if yeah. like if Ooh. it feels um, almost cliche now because it was so iconic, or maybe because it, maybe w- if I was older when I saw it, maybe I would have been like, oh yeah, this is a thing that like it's an easy way to describe to like make you feel like this song is very powerful it's shot very powerfully that's because this guy was the character i mean yeah that's why it's such a but, well, but it works so well like i i i'm not trying to criticize it i'm right. just saying like no 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 it's almost simplistic in its sense of just being like boom here it is but right. like you it's undeniable you watch that scene and you're just like oh shit you like, I, feel it in your heart the first time i saw it this movie i was watching it on a small tv and the speakers were really bad and the low notes of this song made the speakers like distort and they're like (laughs) and I thought that was part of the song and I was just like holy shit this is everything I'm seeing and hearing it was just yeah Yeah. and then I I did like listen to it the album version and I was just like oh okay just shitty TV Carl, do you remember the story of us watching this movie? Yes. In uh, I was, uh. We went and we sat down with a group of people like you do in high school, and everybody got bored in the movie like within the first 15 minutes or something and got up and left. To watch Mothman <laughs> yeah. Prophets. They Prophecy. snuck into that. And me, <laughs> me and this motherfucker sat through <laughs> one like, of our favorite and immediately, experience. I think me and it was, you became best friends that night. Aww. Because I will say, this movie probably came out when we were in 10th in grade, 9th grade. 11. I don't think we were driving. No, yet. I think really? we might, it might have been junior year. Because I've been one year off while I've been taking this whole, like, you know. But I'll just say, like. Because I think. What was the one after this? Life Aquatic. Okay. That one was. I want to say that was 11th or 12th grade. Life Aquatic was 11th or 12th grade? Yeah. It was definitely okay. still in oh, high it school. It might have been that early. Yeah, I think it was Which earlier because I do remember more, feeling even like. That much more proud of our decision. It, it felt like me taking a step into the next level of like film. We. Enjoying we, movies. Like, girls this that Memento, we were Memento into were at one. that theater and they tried to talk us into it. And me and this yeah, guy. We're like, nah, we're like, see what this movie's no. This. This seems fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, you know, in an era, what this is all about, this whole my high school iPod, and revisiting those moments is about, like, you finding a, a, an identity, a definition for yes. yourself, right? Absolutely. Right. I can't think of a, a more exact moment of, like, me, like, our friendship, right? Right. And individually, where you're like, this is this is what I like. This well, is what belongs you know, to it, me. It's mm-hmm. funny because we both loved movies does. even before this, right. but the movies that we talked about a lot were, like, RoboCop and Bloodsport and, I mean, not just action movies, but, you right. know, like, these weird sort of cheesy movies that right. our dads probably had on VHS or something or we saw on TNT. Tin Cup was a yeah, movie we talked yeah. about a lot. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then, like, discovering movies like this, and I, I said Memento was another one that I was just, like, all of a sudden I was, like, taken into this next level of enjoying film and recognizing what I enjoyed in movies. And then, you know, you get that real sense of, like, adultness. Like, I remember feeling like I'm fucking smart because mm-hmm. I like these movies. And not in, like, a weird cocky way, but just in a – I felt confident with my taste. You know what I mean? I was just, like – 
I get it. I understand why these are good movies, and right. I think they're good too. You know, and it, that was cool. Let's see. You got one more, and then we're gonna and we're gonna wrap it up with our. Okay, segment. this is pretty good because this is from another movie, and then it led into um, my favorite band of all time. Hell yeah! What movie is this from? Oh no, wrong song. <laughs> the right album, wrong song. Oh, this I is. Have to look it up. This is Radiohead, and it's in Vanilla Sky. Open your eyes. Oh, right, oh, so, so, so. I love that movie. I still love that movie. I think it's very good. I haven't seen the Spanish I, version. I haven't either. I don't know I, why I don't, would bother, I, I actually, I like, I think it's one of those ones that, like, everybody's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, it was a cool, It's. I think it's smaller budget. What, Vanilla Sky or no, just over uh, Spanish? No, over those, those, like, or whatever. I don't know if it's actually yeah, called you, that. But there's you also can't, a, you can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> There's also uh, a Sigur Rós song in Vanilla Sky. There is. It's actually my introduction to them, and that it's the scene where he jumps really? off the roof. Where and he's like going yeah, up the elevator, it, and when he jumps, too. Yeah. It's like hey, the whole. Uh, on a different note, did you catch Sugar Ross on uh, uh, Game of Thrones? They do. Oh yeah, they're they playing. They do the bagpipe yeah. on the yeah. couple wedding. Oh my god! I didn't catch it in the episode, but I afterwards yeah, I saw I on the internet known. and I was like, oh well. Yeah. Like Mastodon was on an episode. They did a, yeah, they did a they lot did a of people. Of shit, and then um, they finally got to like Ed Sheeran. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's when you knew the show was shit. <laughs> I uh, they started with Sugar Ross. <laughs> I I I. This is another person. Um, we were just who who we just say the same thing about, but. Oh, Guy Ritchie. Like, yeah. I wish Cameron Crowe didn't just oh, yeah. suck shit after. He it was like, this is his last a... one. But Almost Famous rules, and this movie rules, and then it's like, yeah. n- not even close. Like, didn't even make anything that was okay. Right. He made just shit after shit after shit. Um, so it's like, how does that even happen? <laughs> so, going back to music, I, um, this band... The, the thing that's so interesting about them is that every album is a whole different story, mm-hmm. a whole different feeling, and I always had a hard time with albums because they just, like, I was trying to replicate as like, I heard this song, and I'm like, ooh, what else you got? And it kind of, you know, might, might have gotten as good as the first song I heard, but uh, somewhere in along the lines, right? Never got past, really. Uh, Tool kind of did that for me. Tool was a very big band for me. But Radiohead surpassed it, and it's something I'd listened to for years. Uh, I still listen to Tom York's work, not necessarily Radiohead's. Yeah, because they've had a few albums recently, right? Just Moonshape Pool is their last album that was like kind of that. Yeah. Uh, Kings of Limb uh, was had some good songs, mm-hmm. and before that was in Rainbows, and in Rainbows, I feel like in Rainbows, a lot of people great. that weren't into Radiohead already, all of a sudden, got I, attracted to Radiohead. I it got, was pretty late. It was I, like yeah, two thousand five or something. It's like a pretty that. accessible album. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, there's it, a lot, and it kind of like to grab onto. Yeah, it kind of combines like all the weird every also piece of what radio. They, I mean. Yeah. For God's sakes, one of the guys, Johnny Greenwood, ended up becoming yeah. a person that I remembered his name <laughs> that one time. <laughs> well, you did this on, we were, on a previous episode. We, we, we came up He's really There will lame. be blood. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying and, to talk uh, about them, and then we both felt like idiots for not knowing anything oh, about okay. we were like, movies or podcasts. Johnny, uh, <laughs> I mean, movies oh, or music, and gotcha. we were just like, uh, I don't know. No, I mean, there's just some 
like musical genius into that whole band, For whether sure. you like them or not. For sure. Watch Phantom Thread, by the way. Um, yeah. Cool. Carlos, that playlist was great. I really liked it. Uh, but now we got to get out of the past and we got to get in the present. And we got to get into our segment that everybody's loving. People can't get enough of it. It's the reason some people tune in to listen to this podcast. Uh, and it's a little oh. segment that I like to call. Yeah. No! That's what I call music. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is just, uh, we're each going to play a song uh, that we have been very into recently, like within the last month or two, uh, that we just can't get enough of. And uh, Muhammad, uh, you you were saying earlier that you're really excited. I am I excited. I can't wait to hear song. It better not be fucking my Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a band, uh, actually, Jay, you kind of heard them the other night. When we were playing D and D, this is a band called Big Business. This is—I uh, don't know how new it came out this year, but I don't know when. I just kind of got it. I just found this band recently. Um, this is their album came out this year. It's called "The Beast You Are," and this song is called "Heal the Weak." And this is a strange choice for me, but I fucking love it. Dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> it's so different than what I normally listen to. It's called Big Business? Yeah. It's a big sound. <laughs> what is it about it that you're into? Um, I love that it's loud. I mean, it, it. I guess it's metal. Mason called it metal. He was familiar with that, but I was like, I guess. I don't know. I don't really listen to a lot of metal, but I just love how like loud and powerful this percussion is and then i'm a sucker i think for anything that sounds like it was recorded in like a big empty warehouse Mm -hmm. which it does it sounds like if you went and saw them live your ears would hurt after the show just because of the amount of this is so unlike something that i would think i know like right now and i'm so excited about it honestly it seems like something you would like back then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I've been listening to this album nonstop. I had such a hard time picking one song, actually, on this album. Um, but, yeah. Why so, this one? Well, I thought it kind of just showcased what I like about it the most. Yeah. Like, I, this, the drums sort of yeah. sound, it sounds metal, right? But then he, huh? his voice to me sounds like, I don't know, like it's like something you'd hear at a bar or something, like a bar band, almost like Americana or something. I can get the the metal of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm bad at it. I, I, I really, I, I haven't quite nailed what they are. Here's like the I said, thing. Mason was like, no, it's just metal. But yeah. I'm like, I guess. I don't know. It you just can sounds, also, like. kind of sounds I like Metallica, but I, I didn't I, really I, like Metallica either. I don't either. think that sounds anything like Metallica. And I think it sounds something like a more tame, ver- a very tame version, a more grunge version of Tool. A gr- oh, you yeah, know what I mean? A tame. Stuff, yeah, because yeah. Tool, like. Fills everything in between. There's this is no that? space. Sleigh bells. Sleigh bells. Yeah, they use, them a few, they use them a few times on this album. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> but cool. Oh. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's very like, 80s. Yeah, kind of, right? Like almost hair metal-ish. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but I love it. No, this His voice, cool. too, is just... Wow. When did you find this? Like maybe three weeks ago. <laughs> and I've been listening to it nonstop. You're kind of changing my mind on that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to, but... Yeah. Big business. I like it. It's fucking weird. I mean, I don't know if it's that weird. It's just weird for me, but I've been really, really into it. Yeah, like what you like. <sighs> I have an eclectic taste, Jason. All right, Carlos, you're up next. This is going to change it up. So I told you that. that I recently, in April, took a trip to Mexico City yeah. to visit my sister. And there, my nephew, who is uh, 21, 22 years old, something like that, puts this on. He's got like really good range of music, right? Because, okay, mind you, this is from what my dad says, who's 80. I listened to this when I was 15. <laughs> oh, my God. But I fucking loved it so much, and I'm playing it so like a lot lately. Totally. And he's, like, having a ball because like, when he comes like over you. and I'm cooking for him, he's like, I feel, that's what he said. He's like, I feel like I'm I'm 20 years old. That's this is awesome. like your dad's high school iPod. Yeah. 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 This is the way that, the way that, like, me and my mom listen to Bruce Springsteen together. But uh, I'm not even going to remotely try. You know, it's about love. Okay. Is he Colombian but or is it's he? so poetic. No, he's from, from Ecuador. Okay. This guy. Uh, it's like so ridiculously well written and um and it you know obviously it makes you focus on what he's saying but musically i'm like what what happened to the fucking harp man I, like what yeah uh it's really good is he singing life. about his uh grandma coco <laughs> Uh, I hate Is that racist? I I, I'm about to leave. Uh, well, racist. It was just a bad joke. <laughs> okay. uh, no, this guy's uh, talking about how, uh, what is it? Like being resented and hated is better than being forgotten. So he oh, kind of likes, yeah. Uh, and it, it, it goes pretty deep, but whatever. It's just a pretty song. It is so, very pretty. That's it. Did your nephew know that, like, your dad would have known that, or is that just something like? No, he actually to? just liked it on his own. Cool. He didn't play it for for anybody. Let me All get right. the uh, Jeffrey. Oh yeah, yeah. Dongle. Um, need the whole thing. Just the. This is. Uh, this is, and I, I bring it up on the podcast all the time, uh, but I'm always a fan of a band that has a singer that is also the drummer of the band. Um, Cowboy Mouth is his favorite band. No. <laughs> the band is my favorite band. Uh, so this is a band, Whitney, uh, who... This is such a great song. It's such a great yeah, album. This, this fucking album is really good. Whitney? Yes. Whitney is it's the name of the band. Very pretty, and there's horns, which I like. He sings in a, like, a falsetto the whole time. I, I compare them to Chicago, like the chill Chicago songs. There's not no big band songs on here, but they have a horn section. And they have a. Here's the thing that I like about them. They'll have. 
you can hear like a horn. Yeah. Like, they'll have they'll have like a horn or like one person playing like a, a cello or something. Yeah. Like, not so much like a like string a big quartet band sound. Or, yeah. 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 It's always it's, very chill. Um, but like they, I just this piano part. And the oh, guitar goes like with that. it. It's just it, it feels so warm to me. Yeah. Like this is this is a band that you should listen to and we're listening to it on Spotify or whatever, but this is a band that you should put on vinyl and like have a blanket and just like it yeah. just feels so warm yeah, and like the crackling comfortable. of the record yeah. sort of yeah. for real. I yeah. They I and I think they go because like this album came out like a month or two ago, it's it's called Forever Turned Around. I really like it. Have you seen the other video? We talked about the truck driver. Wait, which is this song? This is the truck driver video? Right? Um, I think there's so the other one. At like, the, they put out like three videos. It's insane, right? And they're all very. Good. They are all really good. The one at the uh, amusement park, I really like. It's really just sweet. They're a sweet band. Yeah, they make sweet they're music. Sweet. This is weird because there's a little pause, but then here and comes then the it, horns, baby. Yeah, I love this. It sounds like the chill Chicago, the easy listening Chicago years. Um, Carlos does. I love Chicago, but I, I, I feel like the 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 drummer. Oh God, I don't know so his name, good. but I feel like the drummer is very like tasteful and very like what he does on the drums is it wouldn't like shock the average person and be like, dude, that guy's fucking killing right. it on the I, drums. I would I I would listen to this all the way to my job and then fucking short shut the door with like I'm gonna have a great yeah right yeah. <laughs> gonna, gonna be, I'm gonna fucking succeed yeah today this dude it's very it's, nice 70s sort of feel yeah and I think and they they kind of it's like Will Ferrell purchasing uh, toilet paper in uh, Step Brothers you remember that scene <laughs> He's like, yeah. There's not a lot of bands that I hear now that I'm like, oh, I'd love to see them live, and this is definitely one that I feel yeah, like they'd I, be, they would be really they cool were to see just live. here. Really? Yeah. Did you? Them. You didn't go? No. All right, let's say goodbye. It's right. been gone way too long. All right, uh, Carlos, thank you so much for doing our podcast, man. This has been really fun. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a blast. I, um, you, you live out in in the Kennesaw area. I get to see you like two times a year, and I'm always so excited whenever I get to see you. Uh, it like, I wish I saw you more, but it does when I do get to. Usually, it's for our fantasy football draft, and then uh, when you come on our podcast. Absolutely, um, I feel the same way, man. Yeah, I wish it, I saw you less. <laughs> After the Coco joke, you're done, buddy. <laughs> 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 yeah. You're I'm done, gonna, I'm buddy. Gonna, this is this is about the only time I get to talk about music. When I get home, my grandma's <laughs> such an asshole about me. <laughs> Remember me? Yeah. She's not nice about any of this. Um, but yeah, th- th- this is this has been very cool. And I know you made a, you put a lot of songs that we didn't get to, and uh, so you are definitely invited back uh, so we you. can get to those songs. Um, do you do you have anything you want to like promote or anything like that or no? No. Okay. I don't like anybody really. <laughs> <laughs> um. The, yeah, this has been great, Muhammad. Do you have anything you want to go out on? Nope. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we we really appreciate it, and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and all the episodes that we do. Um, please tell some friends about our our podcast. Uh, write a little review for us on iTunes. Uh, we'd really appreciate. Oh, Hand me the 
I'm we'd, sorry. We'd really appreciate that. You didn't have to say, oh, wait. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the theme song for this episode and every episode was performed by Marcus. You can find Marcus on Instagram at we underscore R underscore Marcus. Until next time, for Jay Hell, for Muhammad Joma, for Carlos Prieto, make yourself a playlist. Throw that shit on shuffle. Pop those earbuds in. Get out there and change the world.